Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
lift my eyes to the skies, dreaming, dreaming, days gone by, and I know you said that all I need is an honest try, an honest try, but in the dark of night, in the lonely heights, you give me the strength to keep up the fight, but I can't move on, I can't live life without you. Sometimes life's like an ocean Sweet is quiet as blue Sometimes life's like an ocean Sailing with you Sometimes life's like an ocean Raging like a fool Sometimes life's like an ocean When it's drowning you have come to surround me to cool me and bring me down rivers have come to surround me to turn my boat around rivers have come to surround me to cool me and bring me down rivers have come to surround me to turn my boat around that's when I lift my eyes to the skies dreaming Dark of night in the lonely heights You give me the strength to keep up the fight But I can't move on, I can't live life without you Without you by my side Without you by my side Without you Without you by my side 
Bye, Bob. 
Ki'ei lev 
nafshi saro nafshi saro anim zemiros vishirim ero vishirim ero Tuesday morning. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. Lots of snow on the ground here in New York. Hope things are good where you are. If you are in an area with a lot of snow and ice, please, please be careful out there. Driving, walking. I can attest to the fact that it was not an easy walk this morning. Not at all. It took a long time. 
for me to get from my apartment to where I am now, and it's not a long distance. So please, extra careful as you uh, embark on this uh, snowy Tuesday with JM and the AM with you. Uh, Leif Tahar had Anim Zmirot. You heard Uri Davidi's Rebon Hamasim. Moda Ani from Yaakov Shweki. Eden with Aloyi Sagoi. By my side, that was eighth day. Diaspora had Hafachta. And the Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Tuesday, and this February 2nd, it's, it's Groundhog Day, right? Today's Groundhog Day. Uh, 20th of Shvat, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Aleph. 30 degrees, the wind chill at 20 with 94% humidity, winds are north at 14 miles per hour. Snow showers today with a high of 36. Total accumulation, I wonder, I wonder what the accumulation is right now in Manhattan. What is the total accumulation? I know that yesterday, about 4 p.m., we were at 13 and a half inches. Doesn't feel that way. Um, let's see if there's a report here. New York City. Well, these are the predictions. These are the predictions. Um, well, maybe this one will have it. Maybe this will have it here. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was around 12, 13, probably got to 14, 15, I guess, in this area. I would assume some areas hit harder, wherever the case may be. hope you're safe and sound, and uh, I know some schools are going to be uh, remote again today which I guess makes sense as the different cities are trying to dig out from this thing. Um, yeah, it's amazing what this global warming can do. It can bring a, a, a snowstorm of a foot and a half and leave its mark all over the tri-state area. Anyway, uh, feel free to comment on the app <laughs> about that or anything else. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. You'll see the uh, you'll see the ability on the home screen to comment. Thirty degrees, snow showers, high thirty six. Cloudy flurries tonight, low twenty nine. Tomorrow mostly cloudy and a high of thirty seven degrees. We're at sixty four in Yerushalayim, thirty here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, today today is a special election. New York City Council District 24 it includes um, some of our great listening areas. It includes um, Kew Gardens Hills, Hillcrest, Jamaica Estates, Fresh Meadows. Uh, we're asking everybody to pay careful attention to today's special election because it's an important one for our community. So we'll take this break, do this message, and come back with more. It's a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM. Vote for Jim Gennaro running for New York City Council on Tuesday, February 2nd in a special election in Queens. Jim Gennaro is a fighter for our Queens communities. He has the leadership skills, experience, and a proven record of results from years of public service. Jim Gennaro will work to improve our transportation and fight for quality education for every child. Jim Gennaro has a record of proven leadership and real results. Jim is a passionate fighter for Israel and has proudly stood with the pro-Israel community his entire career. Jim Gennaro will fight to protect our community and help those in need. On Tuesday, February 2nd, please make sure to go out and vote to re-elect Jim Gennaro for City Council. Polls are open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. This message has been paid for by...
Common Sense NYC Incorporated, Jeffrey Lev Treasurer, with funding provided by Stephen Ross, Jack Kayer, and Isaac Ash, and not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. More information at nyc.gov slash follow the money.
J.M. in the A.M. Amiran Dvir with Tirkidu. Chai, done by the Chevra and the Breslov Bar Band, had Adir Ayom here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, listener Edie says 16 inches of snow in uh, Manhattan. 22, according to listener Sandy up in Muncie. And she reminds us to Davin for Yosef Shmuel Bendina. Yosef Shmuel Bendina for a Rafur Shlema. This break, back with more at J.M. in the A.M. Socialist Mumida Ahmed is trying to bring her reckless policies into City Hall. She is in favor of raising taxes, defunding the police, and sacrificing our safety and security in order to push her socialist views. Mumida has asked her followers to boycott Israel and stand shoulder to shoulder with BDS. We can't afford to have Mumida Ahmed represent us in the City Council. On Tuesday, February 2nd, vote no on Socialist Mumida Ahmed. This message has been paid for by Common Sense NYC, Inc., Jeffrey Lebb, Treasurer, with funding provided by Stephen Ross, Jack Kayer, and Isaac Ash, not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. More information at nyc.gov slash follow the money.
geht ein Frischstück in der Früh. Aber heute um Geld was mach ich? Mach ich wohl im Fahren zurück, es gibt viel Zeit. Endlich schaffen sie auch lang nach Zeich und mir geht daheim für viel Gedenk, man geht. Da gibt's in jedem Mittag Schmeichel, Schmeichel, überall man nimmt es mit. Comes from uh, Schleimy Gertner here at JM in the AM. Avram Fried before that, and you heard Amiran Dvir with Tirkadu. Chai, done by the Chevra here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, uh, all through the morning, and actually all through the day here at the Nahum Siegel Network, you're going to hear reminders about the 24th New York City Council District. Today is the special election. We are unabashedly supporting uh, Jim Gennaro. Um, it's sort of like. Um, you know, you nothing wrong with endorsing the incumbent, 
even though he's not the direct incumbent, he held this seat for many, many years and was extremely effective, was a fantastic leader, and was an amazing friend of the Jewish community. So we are going to be um, reminding everybody throughout the day, if you're in the 24th District in New York City, and that includes places that are uh, really heavy, <clears throat> heavy listenership areas for us, like Hugh Gardens Hills, Fresh Meadows, Holcrest, Jamaica Estates. If you're in that district, get to the polls today. I know it could be difficult with the weather, but try your best. Because Jim Gennaro is running, and as we have been uh, outlining in some of the messaging, he's running against a um, a candidate, Mumina Ahmed, who is unabashedly an anti-Semite. And I think we can use that term, especially by today's standards of those who are anti-Israel. Um, we operate in the assumption that they simply don't like members of the Jewish community. So get out there, vote for Jim Gennaro, 24th Council District. Those of you in Queens, I'm sure, know about the special election. Polls open until 9 p.m. Do your best. Let our community come out and to take a stand for a great candidate and against a terrible candidate. And your help with all this is greatly appreciated. JM and the AM, as we... Uh, as we uh, continue on this uh, Tuesday morning broadcast, I want to remind you that our friends at OHEL have announced their 51st annual gala, a combination of uh, live and virtual for Sunday, March the 7th. Mazal Tov to Toby and Yaeli Steinberg of the Gourmet Glot family. Adina Lewis and Lawrence Garbuz, Shani and Dove Weinstock, Libby and Shlomi Dax, and of course all the COVID heroes. OHEL's team of direct support professionals have been amazing over the last 11 months. It's happening on March the 7th, ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at alchemsingle.com and the alchemsingle network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Don't forget the uh, fifth annual Project Witness Educational Conference is happening on February the 14th and 15th. The virtual conference is entitled Plunder and Profit, Pre-War Jewish Property, Post-War Looted Wealth. Register at projectwitness.org, projectwitness.org. There's no cost for the opportunity to learn about this important topic from experts in their field. Projectwitness.org, again. Projectwitness.org. Got lights on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up on this Tuesday. Snow showers with a high temperature of 36. Clouds with flurries tonight, low 29. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high of 37 degrees. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM and the AM. מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, כאן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הירי הלילה בתמרה, השר לביטחון הפנים אמיר אוחנה מגבה את התנהלות השוטרים באירוע הלילה ואומר לאמיר איבגי 
הם פעלו כפי שמצופה מהם. יש פה חצייה של קווים אדומים. אנחנו לא זוכרים הרבה מקרים שבהם יורים לעבר שוטרים. מדברים על מפקד התחנה, שני שוטרים, מפקד התחנה ועוד שוטר מג"ב שהיה איתו יחד, ופעלו בגבורה. מה הציפור? שיורים על שוטרים, אז השוטרים יברחו? אז הם חתרו למגע, ירו, פצעו והרגו את אחד היורים. כמובן, זה תמיד מצייר שמישהו נקלע לקו האש והוא חף מפשע, אבל אני לא חושב שהייתה פה יד קלה על ההדק. וסגן ראש עיריית תמרה, נידל עותמאן, אמר לכתבנו קובי מנדל, החלטנו על צעדי מחאה נגד המשך האלימות. אנחנו יוצאים להביע מחאה ואת הכעס שלנו על חוסר המעש של המשטרה, ובעצם שלא עושה מספיק על מנת להיאבק בפשע ובירי המתמשך ברחובות ובשכונות העיר. בקופות החולים מזהים ירידה בביקוש לחיסונים ומבקשים לפתוח עוד השבוע את ההרשמה לכלל הציבור. מנכ"ל קופת החולים הלאומית חיים פרננדס אומר ליעל דן, אנחנו יכולים לחסן יותר אזרחים מדי יום, חבל על כל דקה. אנחנו יכולים בלאומית בוודאי, למיטב ידידתי, גם בקופות אחרות, לחסן יותר מהקצב שאנחנו מחסנים כרגע. חבל שזה כרגע המצב, יש לנו מיומנות גבוהה יותר וכושר ייצור ואנשים שממתינים לחסן. כרגע, כמו שאתם יודעים, אנחנו מוגבלים ולא יכולים לאפשר לאנשים מתחת לגיל 35, למעט התלמידים בי"א-י"ב, לקבוע תור בצורה מסודרת ולהתחסן, שזה פספוס. עוד פרישה מכחול לבן, שרת התפוצות עומר ינקלביץ' הודיעה שלא תתמודד בבחירות הקרובות. הודעת הפרישה היא מסרה, באופן אישי שילמתי מחיר כבד, הופצו עליי שקרים חסרי כל בסיס, אולם בחרתי שלא לעסוק בתככים וחיסולי חשבונות. לאחר התלבטויות, הודעתי אמש ליושב ראש המפלגה גנץ על החלטתי הסופית לפרוש. כתב אישום יוגש נגד שני חשודים בגין איומים נגד שחקן מכבי חיפה עומר אצילי, כתבנו בן עצר. המשטרה הודיעה שכתב אישום יוגש בימים הקרובים נגד שני אוהדי מכבי חיפה בגין עבירות שונות של הטרדה וסחיטה באיומים כלפי עומר אצילי ובני משפחתו. השניים, תושבי תל אביב ואשקלון, חשודים שעשו את המעשים כדי למנוע את מעברו של אצילי למכבי חיפה, ככל הנראה בשל התבטאויות שלו בעבר נגד הקבוצה. בעוד זמן קצר תמריא טיסת ישראייר לפרנקפורט ובא למעלה מ-150 נוסעים שקיבלו אישור חריג ליציאה מהארץ. כתבתנו לענייני תעופה עינב קרנר שוחחה עם מנכ"ל ישראייר אורי סירקיס בנתב"ג. אנחנו שמחים שהטיסה הראשונה הזאת יוצאת לדרך ומאפשרת להרבה מאוד אנשים שחייבים לצאת. אנחנו נערכים להטסה של קרוב ל-2,000 ישראלים בימים הקרובים עד לסוף הסגר הנוכחי. ומזג האוויר תנשבנה רוחות מזרחיות חזקות בערים, ייתכן אובך בעיקר בצפון. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ול. Vote for Jim Gennaro running for New York City Council on Tuesday, February 2nd in a special election in Queens. Jim Gennaro is a fighter for our Queens communities. He has the leadership skills, experience, and a proven record of results from years of public service. Jim Gennaro will work to improve our transportation and fight for quality education for every child. Jim Gennaro has a record of proven leadership and real results. Jim is a passionate fighter for Israel and has proudly stood with the pro-Israel community his entire career. Jim Gennaro will fight to protect our community and help those in need. On Tuesday, February 2nd, please make sure to go out and vote to re-elect Jim Gennaro for City Council. Polls are open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m.
This message has been paid for by Common Sense NYC Incorporated, Jeffrey Lev Treasurer, with funding provided by Stephen Ross, Jack Kayer, and Isaac Ash, and not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. More information at nyc.gov slash follow the money.
Cole know our boys choir. It's Cole does Yashir. Mo dead done by Mordechai Shapiro. You heard Shlaimi Kaufman with Kol Yisrael. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Hello, hello. Lots of snow out there, at least in this area of the world. Not sure where you are, but wherever you are, I hope it's better weather than what we've got. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, please keep in mind Yosef Shmuel Bendina. Yosef Shmuel Bendina for Rafur Shlema. We thank you for that. So according to the latest polls, if Naftali Bennett would agree to form a coalition with the Prime Minister Netanyahu, the right would have 61 seats. Now, this doesn't mean much because polls in Israel, of course, uh, generally are dismissed. Or at least all the theories that the polls, um, conclu- you know, that people draw conclusions from. Uh, most of those dissipate when it comes to the actual election day, which is, uh, what is it, six weeks away? About six weeks away. But anyway, that's what the latest is, that there could be a coalition on the right if Naftali Bennett agrees. So we'll pay careful attention to that. Hey, our friends at uh, Hask, a time for music. They're getting set for the 14th of February. The 14th of February, you'll have an opportunity to watch the entire thing online for free. Reminding everybody that you could tune in for a special two-hour program entitled The Time for Memories starting at 5 p.m. on the 14th of February. Then A Time for Music 34 and uh, Don't Miss This Is We, the show within a show featuring Shalom Lemmer and Ellie Schwebel, which will air midway through A Time for Music number 34. Plenty of information to follow. But meanwhile, this is the uh, this is what we've got. Go to hasconcert.com for information, hasconcert.com for any information you need. And we are looking forward to finally having our Has concert, which uh, we have not been able to have live and in person this year. Kosher Halftime Show is this coming Sunday. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and the Kosher Halftime Show. Those are the three things you need to know about Sunday. Kosher Halftime Show Sunday with uh, commercials from Kosher.com, Turo and Lander Colleges, Hask, A Time for Music 34, SameMazeltov.com. The entire uh, Kosher Halftime Show starring Eighth Day presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, InjuryLawyer.com. We make it live this coming Sunday starting at around 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Get ready for the Kosher Halftime Show. Get ready to share it. Get ready to comment about it. Get ready to enjoy it. All happening this Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday here in the United States of America. Um, our friends at Partners in Torah have a three-week happiness challenge. You could join the three-week happiness challenge and help another Jew learn the Torah's secrets to true happiness. Starting February the 7th, Leading up to Purim, the Happiness Challenge is a three-week journey of learning, connecting, and growing with secrets of true happiness. The Happiness Challenge includes one-on-one guided learning, a weekly show with experts, a gratitude contest, workshops, and more. All you need is 30 minutes a week and a phone and a passion to help the Jewish people. Go to partnersintorah.org slash happiness-mentor. Partnersintorah.org slash happiness-mentor. And sign up. 
press on the uh, link that says I want to take the happiness challenge. Partnersintorah.org slash happiness dash mentor or 1-800-STUDY-4-2. 1-800-STUDY, the number four, and then the number two. Oh, yes. You want to make sure to uh, be part of Partners in Torah. It's one of the most fulfilling experiences out there, frankly. I don't think that's a, uh, I don't think that's, that's overstating it or understating it. I think it's exactly accurate. It's one of the most satisfying feelings out there to be involved and to make a difference and also to um, feel the inspiration yourself. That's what happens. People feel the inspiration when they are part of the uh, Partners in Torah experience. So check it out and enjoy. 23 minutes after 7 o'clock on this... Oh, sorry about that. (laughs) On this... uh, (laughs) I don't know what that was. On this uh, Tuesday morning, more coming up at JM in the AM. Socialist Mumida Ahmed is trying to bring her reckless policies into City Hall. She is in favor of raising taxes, defunding the police, and sacrificing our safety and security in order to push her socialist views. Mumida has asked her followers to boycott Israel and stand shoulder to shoulder with BDS. We can't afford to have Mumida Ahmed represent us in the City Council. On Tuesday, February 2nd, vote no on Socialist Mumida Ahmed. This message has been paid for by Common Sense NYC, Inc., Jeffrey Lab Treasurer, with funding provided by Stephen Ross, Jack Kayer, and Isaac Ash, not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. More information at nyc.gov slash follow the money. As you can see, we feel it's really important that Jim Gennaro be elected in the 24th Congressional District, excuse me, 24th City Council District uh, today. Polls, polls open. I don't know why that keeps happening. Polls open until 9 p.m. Polls are open until 9 p.m. And we hope everybody will, uh, if you're in that neighborhood, if you're in Kew Gardens Hills, Fresh Meadows, Hillcrest, we hope you'll take the opportunity and um, vote for Jim Gennaro. As you have heard, his opponents are uh, pretty dangerous people when it comes to the subject of Israel. So please, do your part. Vote for Jim Gennaro today in the 24th Congressional, 24th City Council District in Queens. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount at all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today.
Tuesday morning. Nice song from uh, Ellie Gerstner. Part of the uh, Chizuk project, which we have to talk about on the air at some point. Really have to do that, and hopefully we will. Uh, Tuesday morning, uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebnevis of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basarvis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Tehillim, Yochlu Anovim Vispo, the humble will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek Hashem will praise Him. We have an interesting question. What does being humble have to do with being satisfied? The Zarashimshan points out, we learn in the Talmud, Rav Acha, the son of Rav Huna, said in the name of Rav Sheshes, that is like people say, feeling a person's stomach is a type of sin. The reason is because it says in Devarim, Viram Levavcha, that the person will eat, he'll become proud in his heart, Vishachachta es Hashem, and then they will forget Hashem. The Zerashimshan says that when a person eats and is totally satisfied, at that point, he has to be concerned that the Yetzirah can be miscaber, can gain the upper hand, and they'll forget about Hashem. However, the Mekubalim, the great mystics say, 
that there is nothing more important among the good midos, the good characteristics, than anivus, modesty, as it says, anava gedoyla mikulon, that anava is greater than anything. Why? Because the person that is humble says the spirit of Hashem is upon me. Hashem anoints me to bring me to do good things, to be humble. It doesn't say the tzaddikim or the chassidim, but rather the anovim. We learn from that that humility is greater than all of the midos. That's the reason that humility weakens the power of the Yetzirah. We see there that a person who's an anov, a person that is truly humble, can eat and drink and be satisfied. We're not afraid that the Yetzirah, that the evil inclination is going to win over him and he's going to forget about Hashem. That is the Mila of the person that is humble. The great Simperov lived in Williamsburg. He was an extremely humble man, and he always shunned any type of honor whatsoever. Once, he was being introduced at a national convention that had gathered in Williamsburg. It was a gathering of people from all over the states. They were introducing him, and he was sitting at the table on stage. However, he couldn't take the fact that the one who was introducing him was praising him. They saw him begin to sink lower and lower in his chair. By the time that the chairman finished his introduction, they found the great Simperov was sitting underneath the table. Such is the humility of great people. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, I want to remind you that the uh, wonderful people at Art Scroll and I continue to encourage you to use promo code radio. They have a massive, massive sale going on right now, and we have a very, very special guest with us live via telephone who's going to join us in a moment. But let me first do the pitch. Let me tell you what's happening at Art Scroll during uh, this period of time until February the 10th. Between now and February the 10th, Art Scroll has everything under the category of Talmud and Mishnah at 30% off. We're talking about full sets. We're talking about pocket size. We're talking about travel size. We're talking about hardcover, softcover. Any category in the area of Talmud and Mishnah, Talmud, Mishnah, Ein Yaakov, Tosfos, the Art Scroll iPad, which is incredible, preloaded with everything. Normally a $1,500 purchase, which is now available for $799.99. An amazing gift for those who you know who love to carry around the entire collection with them. Talmud, Tanakh, Mishnah, everything. It's all in a preloaded iPad, a fully functioning preloaded iPad uh, in a beautiful leather case. So go to artscroll.com. Take advantage of this sale between now and the 10th of February. Go to artscroll.com. Use promo code radio for your free shipping and more. Again, always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. With us live via telephone, the general editor at Artscroll Missora and somebody whose name is synonymous with Artscroll for the last four decades. And that's, of course, Rabbi Nussin Sherman. Rabbi Sherman, what an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Oh, my honor and my pleasure. 
I appreciate that greatly. Uh, Rabbi Sherman, what if I would have told you four decades ago that there is the capability through a relatively small electronic unit to carry around the entire Talmud, Mishnah, Tanakh, and more in one device that one can easily hold anywhere during a walk, on the subway, leave on the seat of their car. If I would have told you this years ago, you would have said... I would have said you're crazy and you should you see your analyst. <laughs> so what are your thoughts as you now see people actually carrying around this device? I just, I have no words for it. It's, it's an amazing thing. What you can do with this device is just incredible. You, you're learning the Gemara. You want to see the Hebrew version, tap on it, you'll get the Hebrew. You want to see what the Rambam says on it, tap on it, you'll see the Rambam. You want to see what Rashi says in a different Masechta, it's there. It's amazing. Unbelievable. Even the Siddur. The, the Siddur has, on the days that you say Yalav right. appears on the Siddur. Right. The other days, it's not there. <laughs> right. You don't need it. <laughs> it's unbelievable, I'll tell you. <laughs> Talk about interactive. And those are some of the details that I should have mentioned, in fact, that you can click on these hyperlinks and get all these different commentaries and uh, and references, other areas of the Talmud, Sukkim and Tanakh, etc., etc. It's just remarkable. Rabbi Sherman, could you could you take us back about a year um, we know that, um, and it's obvious to any observer of the Jewish world, that the Siyam Shas, which is now basically 13 months ago, uh, always has a massive effect on Torah study and specifically Talmud study in our worldwide community. Could you give me a specific observation about this one, how you saw or felt uh, the revolution that was going on during the period of the Siyam Shas 13 months ago? Well, I can give you one small anecdote. But a friend of mine told me a few days ago, his uh, his son, he took his son to the CMHS, and the kid was thrilled, naturally. And he said, he said, Tati, did you make a CM? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, uh, no. Why not? He promised his son, seven years from now, I'm going to be taking you to the Seum, and I will be one of them to sign him. And he's kept up ever since. Boy, I'll tell you. So, so there are a variety of reasons why people hopped on the Dafyomi bandwagon. It might be pressure from the next generation, or it might be an interest in just learning more and more, or a combination of both. That's right. I remember the first CMHS that I went to was in, in Felt Forum. Wow. And they took felt for him. People said, felt for him. You know, you have to get, you need the three or 4,000 people. You'll, you'll never get more than, uh, than 1,500. How could you take such a big arena? They filled it up. There was standing room only. Right. What was the first Daf Yomi shear that you remember? When was the first time you heard about somebody who actually, you know, at early in the morning, usually, you know, was gathering together in their shul to do dafyomi. Well, what's your earliest recollection of recollection of a dafyomi shear? Well, it wasn't quite a shear. My first recollection, I was learning in Besmeder Shalyan, which was the uh, the equivalent of uh, of Lakewood, the, right. the postgraduate yeshiva of Torah Vidas. Right. And there was one there was one chavrusa there that was learning dafyomi. So, what are you doing, dafyomi? What's dafyomi? Most of us had never heard of it. You know, this is uh, this is 1957, 1958. We had never heard of Dafyomi, and here there's one Chabrusa learning Dafyomi. And today, 
Probably 100,000 Chavrusas or more learning Daf Yomi. And the different ways that it could be done by a telephone and obviously in-person shiurim and so many people just carrying around a volume of uh, Art Scroll Talmud to make sure to get through the Daf Yomi at some point during the day. Rabbi Nussin Sherman is with us. Yes, Rabbi Sherman himself, general editor at Art Scroll. Uh, I do want to remind everybody, go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio, all Mishnah and Talmud. Anything in that category is now uh, on sale at an insane 30% off. Rabbi Sherman, I need your impressions of, of the Tosfos volume. I have actually seen you in situations where you suggested that certain things may not be able to be translated into English, that it would not be fair uh, to the original text to try to translate certain things. When it comes to Tosfos, some might make an argument that that could be that that you know could be the case that that some of the tosfos are so complicated and so difficult to transmit and to explain in a different language that you know maybe some of that would be true tell me about the effort to take tosfos and to create a, an entire set eventually of uh, tosfos commentary on talmud well i th- i thought so too several years ago i thought that tosfos was beyond us but uh, we have a, we have an amazing team that's working on it you you have to look at the at the volume, learn one or two tosfos in that in in the in the tosfos volume, and you'll see it can be done. It has been done. It's, it's right. an amazing thing. Yeah. They take apart the tosfos. They they give you an introduction to the tosfos. They explain the background of the kasha, where a different gemara is involved. They'll explain that gemara to you. They'll explain the teretz, not just translating it. They'll explain it, and then at the end. They'll give you a summary of the Tosis. When you go away from that Tosis, you, you feel that you've learned, even if you're a Talmud Chacham, you'll feel that you learned Tosis as you never have before. And why do I say that? Because we've heard from Russia Yeshiva, who used that Tosis to help them prepare. And they say that they've never seen anything like it. And it's funny, because for how long did you have to endure the criticism, maybe that's the wrong word, or the observation, maybe that's a better word, uh, that that it would not be the best idea in general to translate certain things into English. You want people to obviously uh, continue their pursuit of uh, studying uh, Talmud and Tosfos and many other things through the original sources, doing it on their own, etc. And now you have people who are not telling those out there to avoid <laughs> the English Tosfos. You're telling people out there it might help them actually enhance their preparation for a shear <laughs> with the English Tosfos. Times. That's very flattering, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> let me get, let me tell you something. Let me give you an anecdote. A Rabbi Yankov Kamenetsky, who was one of the um, once after a year or two, when he had people reading the first few art school books, and he decided that it was an important thing, and he became our primary advisor. We went to him whenever we had a difficulty, decide how to do something, should we do something, how to do it. He once told us, he was speaking to Mayor Zlotowicz and I, and um, he said, well, when are you doing Shas? And we, we, we smiled. We, you know, we thought, this is a joke. we're going to do Shas. We'll do Shas. And he was very serious. And I remember he said, word for word, he said, ihr kennt das ton, und ihr darf das ton, und ihr vet das ton. He said, you can do it, and you should do it, and you will do it. And he said, if the Rabbani Shalom gives me the years, I'll write you a letter. 
did not have the year. We started we started doing it about six years after that conversation, which was a few years after his patira. And you know, when you have, you have somebody like Rudyankov Kamenetsky, yeah. who is the, the the wise man of the generation, and he tells you that you can do something and you should do it and you will do it. And you start thinking, you know, maybe it can be done. Yeah. It, it wasn't just you and uh, Rabbi Zlotowicz and your colleagues going against the tide. You you likely would not have gone forward without the encouragement of someone like that. I mean, that's, you know. That's, you're, that's you're, true. And when, we were, and when we were decided to do it, we went around to Gedoyle Yisrael. We asked them their opinions, and they gave us letters. Rabbi Yashiv said to do it. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman said to do it. The American Rosh Yeshiva said to do it. And believe it or not, believe it or not, and I saw this with my own eyes, and we have a picture to prove it, Revely Yashiv, when the Hebrew Shas came out, he gave us a letter, handwritten, and his secretary at that time, Revely Yashiv, was not writing, was not writing letters. They would, uh, he would dictate something, and he would sign it. And his secretary said, I'll, I'll, I'll write a letter for you, and the Roshiva will sign it. And he said, no, I know the people. They'll say I didn't really write it. <laughs> he insisted on writing it in his own hand. And not only that, not only that, he used, he used to use the, our art school Hebrew Gemara to prepare for his shiurim, believe it or not. Uh, that, that is unbelievable. How long after English started did Hebrew start? Sure. So I would probably about 10 years or so. Oh, it was that long. Rabbi Nussin Sherman is with us, general editor at Art Scroll Masora, of course. His name's synonymous with Art Scroll. I'm reminding everybody that now until February the 10th, everything on the, under the uh, Talmud and Mishnah category, Tosfos, and Yaakov, everything in every type of format is uh, available at 30% off at artscroll.com. Use promo code radio. And as we started this conversation with the iPad, a fully loaded iPad with everything, with Tanakh, with Talmud, with Mishnah, with everything, seven ninety nine ninety nine, usually a $1,500 purchase, suggesting that everybody use the opportunity to get that as a gift for somebody who you know would love to walk around with the entire Shas in the palm of their hands, an expression that was only an expression until recently. Rabbi Sherman, you know where we are. Our studio is... Um, just about a mile away from uh, from Masifta Tiferes Yerushalayim. Could you, from your perspective, I mean, we we, we have spoken on the air about uh, Rabbi Zlotowicz's relationship with uh, Rav David Feinstein, both of blessed memory. Um, could you give us uh, your perspective on the greatness of Rav David Feinstein, uh, especially this close to his passing? Rav David Feinstein was probably the most talented person in his generation in covering up his greatness. <laughs> wow. He was an incredibly great man. Um, somebody once told Reb Ruven, his brother, a Talmud told Reb Ruven, I heard, I heard that Reb David learned Shas a hundred times. Is that true? And Reb David was in, was in the room, and, and Ruven went over to him and said, David, somebody told me you learned a hundred Shas a hundred times. Is it true? And Rav David looked at him and he said yes, and he walked away. <laughs> he wouldn't lie. He wouldn't lie. He was very uncomfortable in telling the truth. Um, the the effect or the uh, guidance that he gave to your efforts uh, was certainly noteworthy. It, it, do you remember anything specific where his greatness 
came into play when it came time for a certain publication or a question or a criticism that came up? Well, there were, there were times when he told us not to do something. Could you give us an example of that, or you're not allowed to say so publicly? No, I prefer, I prefer not to say it publicly. Okay. No problem. But well, he was uh, he, he was always available. I, you, you probably know, and I'm sure it's been mentioned on the air at least once or twice, that he and Reb Mayer were so close, yeah. they spoke on the phone literally, without exaggeration, literally, every day. Every day they spoke on the phone together. And his guidance was incredible. He was, there's more than that. He was, he was when, you, when you asked him something, he was able to get to the crux of it immediately. Mm. Let me give you two examples. Sure. May I have time? Yes, please. <laughs> Let me give you two examples. One of my sons runs a girls' school in Borough Park, based Brocha. They needed more classroom space. They bought the building next door, and they converted it. And he wanted to use the backyard as a playground for the girls. Right. But there was a fruit tree. Not allowed to cut down a fruit tree. He called her David. My, my son is a stolen Echosid, and the stolen Rebbe says, said that Reb David was the place of Kadar. Any serious question should go to Reb David. Wow. My son called Reb David, and in the course of a conversation, he mentioned that for, for the last few years, it hasn't been producing any fruit. And Reb David said, word for word, if it doesn't give fruit, it's not a fruit tree. <laughs> yep. How many people can you think of who would say something <laughs> like that? Yep, brilliant. And I have a I have a good friend who's uh, very very well well to do very successful in real estate. He does deals in tens of millions and sometimes uh, hundreds of millions. And a lot of times there are shivers there. Ribbis, a building uh, is open on Shabbos. What do you do at Hilchah Shabbos? Right. And he had rabbanim that he went to, and he told me. Somebody once told him, go to Reb David Feinstein. Reb David Feinstein? Yeah, go to Reb David Feinstein. He told me he went to Reb David with a very complicated Shiloh. He, says, he said, before I was halfway through explaining it to him, he understood it better than I did. And he told me how to deal with it. Unbelievable. Was, there wasn't an area of life that he, didn't, uh, he wasn't able to, uh, to figure out and analyze very, very quickly. Uh, he was a, he was an expert in medical uh, in medical matters. Doctors consulted him. Unbelievable. Um, I assume. I mean, I have to assume that somebody's working on his biography on behalf of the people at Art Scroll. That's true. And uh, I, I I would guess that that hopefully by the first yard site we'll have that. I think so. It's a good good guess. I'm I'm rather confident that we will have it. Yeah, I can only imagine how many great stories will be in that. Uh, Rabbi Nussin Sherman, general editor at Art Scroll. You know what's going on, folks. It's very simple. Art Scroll has uh, has gone nuts. They've <laughs> they've taken thirty percent off of everything. Art Scroll, Talmud, Mishnah, Tana. Excuse me, Talmud, Mishnah are related. Ein uh, Yaakov. It's all there. Um, when it comes to the iPad, that I remind you has all of the Talmud, Mishnah, Tanakh, Siddur, everything. And uh, literally everything can be in the palm of your hand. Rabbi Sherman, remember when that was an expression? The whole world in the palm of your hand? Remember that was an expression? Now we literally could find somebody. 
You give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. Right. You give us 799, and we'll give you Kalataracula. Which is unbelievable. But, you know, when you're living through it, whoever sees the nace, right? Whoever sees the miraculousness of it when you're living through it. Uh, sometimes you have to step back and realize how incredible an accomplishment it is. Always uh, enjoy our conversations. Thank you so much for joining us. Malcolm, can I mention one more thing that's sure. on the agenda? Sure. Please. Just the other day, just the other day, Rabshia Tversky was nifter, Rabbi Dr. Abraham Joshua Tversky. Yep. His, his, his tear was overshadowed because on the same day, David Soloveitchik and Rabbi Yitzchok Shiner were nifter. Right. Rabbi Tversky was a very, very great man. Very great man. He was one of, in his field of psychiatry. He was one of the leading psychiatrists in the country in the field of of, um, of substance abuse. He wrote probably over thirty art school books. Right. And I would I would urge people if you want to be inspired, if you want to learn a lot about yourself and about Hasidic history and the great Admirim, check out Rabbi Tversky's books. I um. I ha- because of Art Scroll, I had the privilege of speaking with him on the air on multiple occasions because of the books that he wrote, as you just indicated. And did, it, he was the one, I, I saw other people were quoting this uh, over the last couple of days since his passing. He was the one who said, I've basically written one book, but... Uh, you the know. same book, 38 times. Right. <laughs> 38 times, which is amazing because, because if that's the case, if so many of them are about self-esteem, if someone goes through all of them, hopefully it'll really, really increase... Their self-esteem, but yes. And another thing, Rabbi Sherman, and this I'm sure you know, uh, and this we knew even before his passing, the number of people from the different, from the variety of angles in the Jewish world and the non-Jewish world that he helped with real concrete assistance is just immeasurable. It's incredible how many people out there, how many human beings, and of course so many from our community, that he was there to save their lives, literally. It has to be in the tens of thousands. Yeah. Just amazing. Do you, I, know what his, do you know what his Tavo was, among other things? Yeah, in fact, I think I prepared properly for this because uh, Shlomo Katz has uh, Hoshia Samecha recorded, which we're about to play. Are you referring to the funeral itself? If that's right. Yeah. We're going to explain that and play that right now. I thank you so much for remembering him with us, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Been a pleasure, Nachum. It always is. I appreciate that. Rabbi Nussin Sherman, general editor at Art Scroll. It's very simple. Rabbi Dr. Twersky said that uh, what he would he would he didn't want eulogies at the funeral. He uh, asked that um, as he was being malava, as he was being escorted to his final resting place. He asked that uh, a song that he wrote, a Hasidic nigan, we'll call it. I'm sure it was Hasidic inspired, a Hasidic nigan that he wrote. Hoshia Samacha, he asked that that be what plays as he is approaching his final resting place. This is Shlomo Katz, who recorded the song after the passing of Rabbi Dr. Tversky, specifically in his memory. Es 
Shlomo Katz with a special recording of Hoshia Samecha after the passing of Rabbi Dr. Uh, Tversky. Unbelievable. Tuesday morning broadcast. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Vote for Jim Gennaro running for New York City Council on Tuesday, February 2nd in a special election in Queens. Jim Gennaro is a fighter for our Queens communities. He has the leadership skills, experience, and a proven record of results from years of public service. Jim Gennaro will work to improve our transportation and fight for quality education for every child. Jim Gennaro has a record of proven leadership and real results. Jim is a passionate fighter for Israel and has proudly stood with the pro-Israel community his entire career. Jim Gennaro will fight to protect our community and help those in need. On Tuesday, February 2nd, please make sure to go out and vote to re-elect Jim Gennaro for city council. Polls are open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. This message has been paid for by Common Sense NYC Incorporated, Jeffrey Lev Treasurer, with funding provided by Stephen Ross, Jack Hayer, and Isaac Ash, and not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. More information at nyc.gov slash follow the money. And you can imagine how important an election this is, everybody. Uh, 24th City Council District, if you live in the Fresh Meadows, Hillcrest, Kew Gardens Hills, um, where else? Um, Jamaica states, you live in any of those areas, get out today and vote for Jim Gennaro. He has some, uh, first of all, he's great. Uh, he proved that in his uh, first stint as city councilman. He's amazing. Great for the community. Wonderful person. And uh, he's running against some pretty, um, terrible people. And you'll, you'll, if you investigate even a drop, you'll see what I mean. Um, so if you're in the 24th City Council District in New York, please, please, I know it's rough out there with the weather, but get out and vote. Jim Gennaro is the choice. My thanks to Rabbi Sherman. Unbelievable. What a conversation. He's amazing. He is amazing. And a big thank you to him for that. Um, we told you about Partners in Torah. Go to partnersintorah.org slash happiness-mentor, partnersintorah.org slash happiness-mentor. It's the Happiness Challenge starting on February the 7th. Go sign up and to become part of a really nice effort, a really, really cool effort having to do with happiness. Want to wish, a, speaking of happiness, want to wish a mazel tov to the Khan and Gut families. Shifra and Dovi are getting married tonight down in Lakewood. To the Khan and Gut families, Mazalta from all of us here at JM and the AM, and of course from all your relatives. The Guts are, of course, the cousins of ours. So we say Mazalta from all of us here at JM and the AM. 
Shifra and Dovi. Mazal tov to you. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954. And available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Hey, Kosher Halftime Show is this Sunday. Starring eighth day in the eighth Kosher Halftime Show. What do you think of that? Eighth day, eighth Kosher Halftime Show this Sunday. Make sure to be tuned in. Not just for Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Be tuned in for the Kosher Halftime Show. We'll tell you exactly how to access it about 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And boy, are we looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Kosher Halftime Show 2021, eighth day, our eighth annual show. <coughs> Mayor Kay, of course, I'll be part of it. Make sure to be tuned in. Give you all those details on Sunday. Uh, but basically, go to NahumSiegel.com and just enjoy the show. It'll be on the uh, homepage of NahumSiegel.com. And it's going to be a good one. Kosher Halftime Show always is. ShopEichlers.com. ShopEichlers.com, where they have Art Scrolls 30% off sale. You want the Schottenstein, Talmud, Bavli in separate volumes? No problem. You want a full set? No problem. You want the midsize edition? No problem. You want the um, the paperback offerings in Mishnah or Talmud? No problem. They've got every type of Mishnah and Talmud for sale. Check out the website, shopeichlers.com. And, of course, you can walk in uh, to uh, Eichlers in Borough Park, or you can take advantage of something that they have that I don't think too many others have, if anybody. I don't want to give that definitive, you know, nobody else has it because you don't know if that's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Especially, you know, they some places may have it to certain areas. You know, you know how that works. Um, and I'm referring, of course, to same day delivery. It, that's the, that's the uh, that's the big thing that uh, everyone always talks about with shopbyclothes.com. You could actually, you know, or order <clears throat> order something and have it delivered the same day down to Lakewood or Bergen County or you know Flatbush Borough Park, Williamsburg, all the different places. That we outline each and every day. So you want same-day delivery? You want to save big on the Arts Girls sale? You want great bargains? ShopEichlers.com. ShopEichlers.com. Tuesday morning broadcast. That's what we've got for you here as we uh, continue at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Thank 
Shulam, shulam, 
Yessi Green and Company, Matana Tova. You heard Shulam done by Yoeli Greenfeld. And, of course, Yaakov Shweki's Aish opened up that set. Tuesday morning broadcast here at JMNAM, where we've spent some time over the last few weeks talking about uh, Turo College, Lander College, all of the different uh, schools and their incredible um, uh, system, their educational system, medical health care, and so much more. Uh, Turo is a national leader, and... Um, it has been amazing to watch how they've become such a leader in the field of education, not just for our community, but uh, in this country and worldwide. And with us live via telephone is the Executive Vice President at the Turo College and University System, Rabbi Moshe Krupka, who's a wonderful friend and is joining us live via telephone. Rabbi Krupka, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Malcolm. Great to be here. Appreciate that very much. Uh, this has been a a very challenging year. That's right. We're no longer talking about months. We're talking about year when it comes to the COVID experience, especially in the world of education. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about how our, uh, how our elementary schools and high schools have been really dealing with the situation relatively well, especially in the Yeshiva League in our community as I like to call it. What could you tell us about the college experience? What has COVID done to change the college experience for your students? Well, the fact that we've had to be socially distant, the fact that uh, uh, many of our campuses were closed the last March, April, May, even into June, um, 
made it very difficult for many of our programs, especially those programs in the, in the uh, health and medical education fields, where you have in-person labs that uh, require uh, close contact with others. It's hard to teach physical therapy uh, <laughs> remotely. Right. Um, and it has challenged us um, as, a, as an academic community to be able to uh, step up and find new modalities to be more regimented in how we deliver the education so that we can keep within the COVID uh, uh, guidelines and restrictions, but yet still deliver a superior education. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it, it's data that, that really, you know, can prove your point. You know, uh, great, but uh, you, you, you have to ask the, the end users, the students, the faculty, you know, were we able to, you know, step up and meet the challenge? And uh, we were just so gratified because uh, certainly in the spring semester and then again now in the fall semester, over the summer, the, the student surveys that we've conducted, which are anonymous, uh, people can really speak their mind, uh, have been overwhelmingly positive, uh, where they felt that the, uh, the courses that they've taken have been meaningful. They've gained from the experience. They've, uh, the faculty, you know, they are, you know, they're heroes here. Mm. They've stepped up and uh, they've had to reimagine how they give over a curriculum and how they teach a course uh, to be able to, to do so effectively, given all the challenges that COVID has presented. Isn't it interesting, and those who uh, follow the news of the day will know what I mean, isn't it interesting how we see large groups of teachers and instructors who are fighting to stay out of the classroom, um, you know, uh, n- not to get into their negotiations, but that is the position in some cities that they are taking. And then you see others, especially in our community, thank God, who are anxiously trying to figure out how they can get back into the classroom. And if not, then they're going to, you know, pivot, as you indicated, and uh, do the best they can through remote learning. It has a lot to do with attitude. And when you say that students came through in the polls and with the data, and those surveys with positive comments, I would bet they got that positive feeling from the teachers themselves. They really are the heroes here. The the faculty, uh, you know, really took the challenge to heart. Um, those that could be in person uh, were in person. Uh, remember, we had so many different factors to weigh. Uh, state and city guidelines, uh, right. health concerns, uh, the, 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 the general avira in, in the community. And, and they really, you know, took it to heart and they stepped up and they delivered an outstanding education for our students. Uh, they, they really are the heroes here. They've, uh, they've done it remarkably well. And, and not only have they been the instructors, the teachers, but for many of them who were not as tech savvy, uh, they had to learn an entire new skill. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, I, I often say, you know, they were changing the tires on a car that was going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> right. and, and, and they did it so well and, and really with, uh, with an incredible attitude. So, you know, really uh, kudos to them. Rabbi Moshe Kripka with us, Executive Vice President at Turo. Um, when you spoke about and touched on the whole, you know, medical, physical therapy, etc. I mean, I, be, for the, for all those reasons that you know, in order to uh, get a proper education in those areas, you need to show up. You need to be in a lab, in a hospital, in a therapy session, etc. I assume that that the uh, that the instructors 
and the students and the administration have gone, you know, to whatever degree they can to make that happen. Would you say that in all the really necessary departments that in stu- or in person study, that in person learning is going on as best as possible? So where it was academically mandated, we found a way to do it. Wow. Uh, where we had the option, so that's where our surveys, our communication, our dialogue with faculty, with students came in. Um, and, you know, it fluctuated because of when COVID, uh, you know, rates were high. So people were more concerned. And so we, we moved to, uh, uh, to a more remote, you know, delivery system. And over the summer where, when the uh, COVID rates were lower, we were able to be more in person. And, and that's really one of the, uh, you know, that's part of the secret sauce, if you will, of, of, of Turo is our ability to be flexible and to be able to pivot, uh, you know, almost at, uh, you know, at the drop of a dime. You know, plenty in our community and this audience specifically have a lot to do with, um, uh, with Lander and with uh, students who are now studying in Israel, etc. What has the base Medrash experience been like? Has it also fluctuated? depending on the numbers and the science and the data and the regulations? Or is Turo doing everything in its power and Lander doing everything in its power to keep the base medrash open and to do so in as safe a manner as possible? So the Rebellion have been, um, you know, so giving of their time, uh, giving extra shiurim and being on the phone with Talmidim. Um, again, we've had to weigh so many different factors, you know, state and, uh, and local uh, regulations. Uh, I'll give you one anecdote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've had ongoing testing. Right now we're testing uh, uh, on most of our campuses that have uh, student housing uh, every week. We're, we're doing random testing for COVID. So uh, a number of weeks ago we had a, uh, we had a testing, and there were two chavruses. Now, remember, in the base medrash, there's social distancing. Right. There's uh, a good six feet between chavruses, which makes for an interesting learning. <laughs> uh, and to say that the uh, that the uh, the feeling in the base medrash hasn't been impacted by COVID, you know, you know, how can it not be if you can't sit next to your chavrusa and have that rischa daraisa going back and forth? <laughs> so anyway, two chavrusas were in the base medrash, and they both were tested. One was positive. And one was negative. Hmm. So obviously the positive individual had to go to quarantine and, right. you know, had to wait out his, uh, his 10 days and, you know, with no symptoms. But his chavrusa, who was, you know, spending significant time, according to regulations, really had to go into quarantine. Right. And um, I got a call from this chavrusa who tested negative every day trying to give me a svara, trying to give me, you know, a platform by which he could get out of quarantine. And obviously he couldn't because we have to follow uh, CDC and Board of Health guidelines. But the desire to be in the base vendors, that, that was so refreshing. I finally said to him, you know, I, I want to put you up in front of, like, Talmidim everywhere to learn what it is to want to be in the base vendors and, and, and engage in their learning. So, uh, listen, we're all hoping that this will, uh, you know, end soon and that we could be back in the base medrash full force. Amen. But the amount of Limit HaTorah in the base medrash as well as remotely has gone 
you know, you know, unabated. It's it's at full force. Uh, the Rosh Hashiva, Rav Sachs, uh, and along with the Mashgiach and the Menal and all of the Rebbeim, they're doing what they can to keep that strong feeling of Limit Torah going. I don't know. So that's what's keeping us uh, going. I don't know if you heard my uh, conversation with Rai Bamberger when he released his most recent book. It was on the air about two weeks ago, but I mean, he he's the Mashgiach there at. Uh, at Lander, and the way he was describing the attitude and the way people are uh, are dealing with the situation was really heartwarming, and uh, and he he seems like um, he seems like he's got his hand on the pulse of what's going on there uh, in the base medrash and in the yeshiva. So uh, kudos to him and to everybody who's working hard to keep things going the way they need to. Th- this current semester, which I assume has already begun, the spring semester, I-, I guess we could say in a in many ways more of the same, right? More of the same way what you described, this hybrid learning and, uh, you know, paying careful attention to the numbers, the science, the regulations, et cetera. I mean, do, do you think this vaccine is going to um, is going to help things along quickly enough for this semester to be affected or, or the vaccine and other things you're – uh, you're you're using to uh, to plan for semesters uh, past this one. So we have learned in the last eleven months that whatever planning we do, we need to put an asterisk there and say, well, let's see what the facts on the ground are. Yeah. Uh, if you would have asked me this question a month ago, we would have given you a resounding yes. Mm-hmm. The vaccine is being rolled out. Uh, there's great hope that people will be vaccinated, there'll be herd immunity, that we'll be able to get back to normal. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, we've seen that there is a supply shortage. Not everybody who wants the vaccine is able to get in in, in quick order. So we're, we're hearing from health officials when they think that uh, large quantities of the vaccine will be available. We actually, at one of our campuses, uh, together with one of the local health systems, we'll be vaccinating starting Thursday. Um, but there isn't enough vaccine yet to uh, properly vaccinate and protect the community at large. So we're taking it one step at a time. We take literally, Nachum, that's what we've learned, that, you know, you can't plan ahead. And, you know, we're all, uh, we're all uh, really in the hands of the Rabona Shalom. We have to deal with the facts on the ground. And uh, and we have to do it on a day to day basis. Yeah. So we're, we're gratified that we have more people in the dormitory at the yeshiva as well as Lambda College for Women. Uh, there are more people that are engaged in campus life and in the base medrash. Uh, we take that as a as a, a wonderful sign that you know we're starting to you know turn the corner, getting back to our you know regular routine. But we've got a long way to go. And um, you're led by somebody who, at least uh, the way he presents when he's on the show with us, seems like a really level-headed, calm, and uh, you know, someone who who takes everything under consideration before making a decision that's going to affect thousands of students. That's of course your president. So you're you're right. The one above is important, but it's also important here, <laughs> down here, to be led by somebody who's you know making rational decisions. And it seems you have that. You know, Alan Kadish, uh, besides being a world class scientist and researcher he's ben torah right and he uh and he keeps the uh you know the dual mission of of Turo very much at heart number one uh first and foremost is to strengthen yiddishkeit you know he inherited that from his predecessor the founder of Turo, dr dr lander the colonel of rachel whose yard site by the way is this uh this month of shabbos oh wow 
Um, and uh, and also our our second part of our mission is to serve humanity, and we do that in all of our programs. Uh, just to give you the sense of what a leader he was, uh, you know, almost a year ago when COVID was starting to just get into the you know public consciousness, um, Dr. Kadish turned to the senior administration and said, "We're doing a test next week." And this was the week of Purim, if you remember that mm-hmm. week. It was. Sure. You know, when everything started to melt down. Mm-hmm. And he said, next week we're going to do a test of our remote capabilities. And, uh, you know, this was on a Tuesday, and he said, starting Sunday, we're going to give all of our classes remotely just in case. And in the back of his mind, obviously, he, he wanted to test the system. He wanted to prepare beforehand. He wanted to get everybody geared up, but not to panic them uh, that there's a, a pandemic on the way. So we we started putting everything into effect and doing all the planning and getting all the technology lined up. And it was a considerable lift that most people, you know, said, why are we doing this? You know, but at the end, at the end of the day, on Sunday, when we had to flick that switch, we transitioned 3,000 separate classes from in-person education to remote learning. And it was done seamlessly. And we never got, we never went back, obviously, because that's when everything started, you know, getting a little crazy uh, yeah. with COVID. And uh, I don't think there was one course that missed a lecture in that entire transition. There were some institutions that were just shut down for a number of days trying to get uh, all the technology and personnel lined up and focused. He really was able, he really saw what was coming and he keeps doing that challenging his staff and and and, and, and the student body to yeah. step up and to really uh, meet the challenge you're right we are very lucky and look who uh, and look how um, how desperately uh, that uh, prediction or that system uh, went into place the prediction came true Purim was on a Tuesday and by that by that Friday night we were already out of our schools community-wide not just specific neighborhoods but community-wide we already had shut things down just days later. Uh, finally, Rabbi Kripka, this coming Sunday, I'm proud to say that um, uh, Turo College and the university system is going to be one of the sponsors of our Kosher Halftime Show. I'm sure with a very simple message and your uh, opportunity uh, as part of that broadcast to remind people why uh, Turo is such an important institution to our community. Obviously, as I always point out, it's an important institution internationally and nationally. And I met a I met a bank teller last week, not from our faith, who proudly told me that she had just graduated Turo. So, so it, it, this applies to a lot of different groups, but especially for our community and this audience listening. Uh, it just remind everybody why Turo is such a uh, a valuable resource and such an incredible uh, place for students to gravitate to. Well, thank you, Malcolm. Thank you for your your kind words. I, I have to agree with you. Uh, we, we try to provide a superior education. We succeed in doing so. We, we, we are able to give our students something that will be with them for the rest of their lives, setting them up for success in their futures. So uh, thank you for your kind words, and uh, we're looking forward to your show on Sunday. Appreciate that very much. And what a coincidence. Rabbi Landers Yardside. Very interesting. Boy. Uh, I thank you for joining us, and the best regards to everybody at Turo, and uh, obviously any information that people need, and uh, students, parents, everybody out there in this audience, always consider what's going on at Turo, because they, it seems they have every base covered when it comes to education, 
And that's uh, Turo.edu, Turo.edu for information online. Rabbi Kripka, I thank you and uh, continued success. And I know the semester just uh, started a few days ago, so continued Hatzlacha uh, to all the students and the uh, faculty. Have a great day, Nachum. Rabbi Moshe Krupka, he's Executive Vice President, Turo College and University System on a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
vote for Jim Gennaro running for New York City Council on Tuesday, February 2nd in a special election in Queens. Jim Gennaro is a fighter for our Queens communities. He has the leadership skills, experience, and a proven record of results from years of public service. Jim Gennaro will work to improve our transportation and fight for quality education for every child. Jim Gennaro has a record of proven leadership and real results. Jim is a passionate fighter for Israel and has proudly stood with the pro-Israel community his entire career. Jim Gennaro will fight to protect our community and help those in need. On Tuesday, February 2nd, please make sure to go out and vote to re-elect Jim Gennaro for city council. Polls are open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. This message has been paid for by Common Sense NYC Incorporated, Jeffrey Lev Treasurer, with funding provided by Stephen Ross, Jack Kayer, and Isaac Ash, and not expressly or otherwise authorized or requested by any candidate or the candidate's committee or agent. More information at nyc.gov slash follow the money. I know uh, Jim Gennaro for a long time, and this is a really important election. Those of you out there who are in Queens, especially in the neighborhoods of uh, Kew Gardens Hills, um, Hillcrest, Jamaica Estates, um, Fresh Meadows, if you are in any of those communities in Queens, please, please get out to the polls today in the special election. Jim Gennaro was a great city councilman, a tremendous friend of the community. Uh, he proved himself. He proved himself. He was actually in this job before, and he proved himself, and he's running against some really dangerous candidates. So please, if you're in Queens, 24th Council District, Jim Gennaro, keep him in mind for today. Um, Thursday, uh, Thursday, Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. A lot of folks in this area are still on uh, remote learning today. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. By the way, if you haven't yet registered for the Project Witness event, uh, it's happening the 14th and 15th of 14th and 15th of February. If you haven't registered for the Project Witness event, go to projectwitness.org. It's the fifth annual Project Witness Educational Conference, February 14th and 15th. It's a virtual conference entitled Plunder and Profit, Pre-War Jewish Property, Post-War Looted Wealth. Go to projectwitness.org and at no cost... Uh, register for the opportunity to learn about this important topic from experts in their field. And we'll talk more about this, of course, here at JM and the AM. Kosher Halftime Show brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm this coming Sunday. Injurylawyer.com, injurylawyer.com. Thank you to the Rothenbergs. Thank you to Lander and Turo Colleges. Thank you to a ha- to Hask at Time for Music 34. Thank you to SayMazeltov.com. Thank you to Kosher.com. All, thank you to Steinreich Communications and all of our commercial sponsors. The Hask concert, Hask 34, is the 14th of February. Sunday, the 14th of February. Uh, reminding everyone to tune in for the two-hour Time for Memories, a Time for Memories starting at 5 p.m. that day, the 14th of um, February. Then a time for music 34. And don't miss This Is We. That's the show within a show featuring Shalom Lemmer and Ellie Schwabel. This Is We. Shalom Lemmer and Ellie Schwabel, which will air midway uh, during a time for music 34. More information to follow 
Go to HaasConcert.com for uh, more info and keep it here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. We'll have more info as we get closer. Uh, what else do I want to share with everybody here? Uh, partners in Torah, uh, partnersintorah.org slash happiness dash mentor. Go to partnersintorah.org slash happiness dash mentor. This coming Sunday, they start their happiness challenge. This coming Sunday, February the 7th, a really cool concept leading up to Purim. Partnersintorah.org slash happiness dash mentor. Check it out. All right. Uh, more coming up. You just heard um, you just heard uh, David Schlüsselberg with the uh, Somei Hashem. This is Omek Hadavar at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Udi Davidi with Shema Kolenu here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. J.M. in the A.M. Avrami's going to host a live lunch, by the way. Avrami will be on 11 until 1 today and tomorrow at the live lunch. Uh, so tune in, uh, comment on the app. He's very responsive, to say the least. Um, 
So, check it out. Live lunch, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. JM Rewind is coming up next. Russell Russell Robinson and some of the other great interviews of the last couple of weeks will be on on that broadcast. Um, uh, Kat Kamak, the congresswoman's on there. Ellie Schwabel is on there. So you'll be able to hear that on JM Rewind between 9 and 10 this morning right after JM and the AM. Kosher Halftime Show is coming Sunday. Thank you to uh, the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, InjuryLawyer.com. Thank you to Steinrath Communications. Thank you to Kosher.com. Thank you to Turo and Lander Colleges. Thank you to uh, SayMazeltov.com. Thank you to Hask, a time for Music 34, which is right around the, excuse me, which is right around the corner. One of our commercial sponsors. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who's involved. By the way, on the um, on the let me get this right on the day of Tanis Esther, right? Yeah, Tanis Esther, which is February the twenty fifth. It's uh, three weeks from this coming uh, Thursday. On Tanis Esther, we're going to be drawing the NCSY Summer Purim Raffle. Uh, you can win a free NCSY Summer Program. It's a thirty six dollar ticket. So get your tickets. Go to summer.ncsy.org, summer.ncsy.org. Get your raffle tickets. And that's happening this coming um, Tanis Esther, the 25th. The 26th, I don't think I'll be here because Mayor Weingarten generally sits in and there's no Shushan Purim. Shushan Purim's on Shabbos, so usually we do the drawing for NCSY on Shushan Purim, but this year, obviously, it will not work that way. So anyway, just explaining, you know, how we got to this point <laughs> and why we're doing it on Tanis Esther. So that's the 25th of February, Tanis Esther, and uh, very much looking forward to uh, announcing the winners. What's more fun than that, than announcing the winners? Nothing, as far as I know. Wrapping things up with um, Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman on a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
Achenu Yisrael Anachim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only. Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. For the listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMDM. My thanks, Rabbi Sherman. My thanks, Rabbi Krupka. A couple of great conversations this morning. Check out the archive if you missed anything uh, that happened today. Kosher Halftime Show is coming Sunday. Brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Don't forget, if you're in the 24th District, today is the special election for City Council. Kew Gardens Hills, uh, Fresh Meadows, Hillcrest, Jamaica Estates. If you're in those neighborhoods, today is the special election. Vote for Jim Gennaro. I'm saying that unequivocally, and I usually don't do that. But in this case, vote for Jim Gennaro. Get to the polls, please. JM Rewinds next. I've run me with um, a live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 